Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and yes, the revenge arc begins now. After a month of putting up with our choices and a double dose of Sword Art Online, Phil's calling the shots once more, just in time for our spring anime season tie-in episode of That Time I Started a Podcast to Read Trash Manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka The Trash Manga Friends Podcast X-Aid, episode 52, Let This Grieving Trash Manga Retire. You know what this show is by now when it's not an April Fool's special. Three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. We dissect what's good, what's bad, what's trash, and what's none of the above. I am your forever host, Lit Sean, joined by Dope Mike and Gucci Phil. How are you both? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, and by that, of course, I mean I don't want to talk about this manga and I'd like to go home. You are in fact home. I assume. No. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm This is the earliest we've ever recorded. I thought you'd be like fully game, Mike, like energy to go. What makes you think that recording earlier in the day is gonna make me more energized? <laughs> I have a somewhat semi normal-ish sleep schedule right now, so I can actually do things during the day. And it's the worst. I hate productivity. But sh- surely you're happy because it wasn't sorted out online. Like, obviously, Phil will be. We know that. But I mean, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I can say whatever the fuck I want about this episode. And there's a solid 90% chance that it's going to be better than Sword Art Online and monopolize much less of our lives than Sword Art Online. <laughs> <sighs> like, I-, I can't remember how long the actual episode was, but. Uh, Too long. Yeah, I feel like um, it was cut down a lot and. I feel like it probably wasn't cut down that much. <laughs> I could have edited it down further, but to be blunt, there's a point of exasperation where I was just done with the episode and I wasn't going to give it a second pass <laughs> to cut bits more out. So um, rest assured, yeah. viewers, you I cut out a chunk, but because I edited that and obviously the manga one back to back, and <laughs> um, we're pretty much recording this like a day or two after I finished. I finished editing the anime episode the day before it came out. <laughs> don't say that we don't suffer for our art here. We? What's this we bullshit? Some of us suffer more than others. <laughs> Some of us had to watch Sword Art Online again, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I, I will happily admit I'm the one who suffered the least <laughs> because I actively enjoyed recording that episode because, oh, just listening to Phil in pain is apparently. For a moment, I thought you were going to say I actively enjoyed watching Sword Art Online. I was oh, no. Like, no. Oh, my, no. You see, we discuss Sword Art Online so often it's infecting other episodes. Oh dear. Well, it will inevitably because, you know, it's of its isekai origin. We didn't even get into that in the episode. That's how done I was by the end of the episode. I had other things I wanted to discuss at the end about isekai <laughs> in general. I was like, nah, four and a half hours of my life, I'm done. I've got stuff to do today. <laughs> <laughs> like editing this son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. But the rest assured, Sword Art Online is in the rearview mirror until the second anniversary episode, which is only like a month or so away. So it'll be back before you know it. Anyway, that was in the past. If you want to listen to like five plus hours of Sword Art Online discussion of the manga or the anime, go go check our back episodes. Because this isn't that. This is a new series, a shining bright light that isn't Sword Art Online. So are we ready to discuss something else that isn't an isekai and isn't SAO. Sure. Yeah. So, this time around, we have covered Shikamori's Not Just AQT, a.k.a. Kawaii Daki Janai Shikamori-san. 
This is a rom-com manga. Uh, it did originally start as a web manga on Twitter from September 2018 to February 2019, but then got picked up. So an official manga version started from February 2019 onwards. So there's 11 volumes out in Japan. It is drawn and written by Kigo Maki. They've done one or two other things, but nothing nearly to the success level of, of uh, Shikamori. This is officially licensed by Kodansha. You can pick up nine volumes right now through them physically and digitally. And as I mentioned at the top, this is our anime tie-in episode, so there will be an anime airing in the spring season. The first episode should be out now on Crunchyroll uh, when this episode goes live. It's been done by Doga Kobo, who've done a lot of kind of light romance and cutesy stuff. So uh, Monthly Girls Nazaki-kun they did. They did New Game. I think they did... um, either Yuri Yuri or Eurocamp as well off the top of my head. It, it makes sense for that studio to be doing this kind of show. So you can watch the anime version at the end of this if you're so inclined. But Phil, tell us, what is what is Shikamori all about? Sure. I forgot this is the thing I need to do. There's not much to do here, Phil. Even the premise <laughs> section for this on Wikipedia is one line. <laughs> it's been like three months since I've had to do this, I swear. This is about the titular shikamori and her boyfriend izumi it's all about how izumi is a bit accident prone and shikamori is just kind of a pretty cool girl pretty calm collected always protecting him always acting really cool and making you go doki doki you know as the kids do you know phil i've got to thank you for picking this one because after editing several monster behemoth episodes back to back this one will be done in like 30 minutes so um <laughs> sure yes i mean i i i would gladly just give it a 30 seconds i'll just say don't yeah <laughs> i mean so in, in past episodes mike has a catchphrase that he loves to use for a bunch of series and i will usually <laughs> fight him on that catchphrase because i'm like no that's not true. There is oh, would, stuff would, happening. Would you, would you like to do the honours then? Ah, brilliant. Um, nothing fucking happens. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I was afraid that I'd have to fight you on this point, honestly. <laughs> like, I was talking to my partner before. I was like, oh, it's going to be such a tiring recording because I'm going to have to, like, fight uphill against people on this point again. And like, no, okay. You're just on board once. Yay. Because we've argued, like, stuff like Fly Me to the Moon or Nagator, we've had these arguments. And I'm like, no, no, incremental stuff does happen. Not a lot, but incremental stuff. But no, this is the same at the start as it is at the end, exactly. Except with more pages. That's Yeah. I've, uh, I, I had to think about how I would describe this. And this feels like a series of amakes for a different manga or a different anime. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. yeah, it's like a series of just like short gags at the end of an, an episode of something else entirely. These are like the two background characters and then after credit scenes, it's like, well, how are they doing? Let's check in on them. Exactly. It's like, why are we focusing on any of this? Like, I, nothing is progressed or developed in any way. So wh- why? Why is this? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it wasn't boring i guess i I mean it kind of was but stuff like in at least in the early chapters is so short that it's like oh okay i guess i'll read the next one as sean said started out as a twitter comic is why for that particular thing sure but it's like why would you make something where fundamentally there's no real point because this isn't even stray all that far into slice of life like not really (laughs) 
and you guys you guys shit on me all the time for saying that nothing happens in slice of life but really nothing happens in this it's like every chapter for the longest fucking time is just male character does thing female character does thing that juxtaposes it male character says i like you and that's the end it's yeah it's so weird because it on the one hand it like to be clear this is like a fairly wholesome relationship like yeah completely they're, they're a nice cute couple they get along well and they really look out for each other that's fine absolutely so i no get drama. this probably comes under i know like healing series is a term i know some people use for this kind of thing but i need i need something man yeah like i i don't think the drama is necessary in every relationship manga in fact in many of them it actively hurts it well we, yeah when we did how do we relationship i know you were like this is a top we had like a big argument over like is it a toxic relationship or not because there was so much drama happening well yeah but it's like at least has something to like hook onto and like that encompasses a plot <laughs> and there isn't a plot here and maybe there's not meant to be a plot maybe it is meant to just be a series of one shots about this wholesome relationship and i guess that's fine but it's the same thing every single chapter up until way later in like i'd say like halfway through the second volume of this it's like it's it's always the same thing and then only then they start to talk about other things he's clumsy she's cool the end like 20 chapters in it does seem i guess because again it's been picked up for a serialization at that point it's like this is great at all but need to need to add something and you're like oh um here are the parents um let's give their friends some actual names that's something right <laughs> and there's a couple of points in there that i do like and i outright refuse to go chapter by chapter in this because we'll just be repeating ourselves over and over but like, so later on, there's a part where it's like, he invites her over for dinner and they hold hands for the first time. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know if it's necessarily holding hands for the first time or more. He initiates the hand holding for the first time. Sure, sure, whatever. But the point is, it's a first we're witnessing at the very least. And it's, it's wholesome and it's fine. That's it though. <laughs> That's really it. This is the manga equivalent of looking up cat pictures online. <laughs> it's just like yeah oh that's cute i like looking at that and then you move on with life you don't feel particularly enriched or emboldened or like your life has any additional meaning now it's just okay that was nice that was a nice distraction for like 10 seconds and some of these chapters literally take 10 seconds to read the dialogue is largely unimportant they start for about three pages it's about takes about 10 or so chapters for it to actually get up to like eight or nine pages but even then, like the chapters have gotten longer, but not the content hasn't gotten yeah. more. There's no <laughs> additional content later on. The only thing they've really done is they've taken uh, like 10, 15 pages to explain what they did in three earlier on. Yeah. Uh, like, and maybe sometimes if you're really lucky, they'll do a two-parter. Which doesn't need to be a two-parter. No. <laughs> <laughs> in no way. Like, Because there's nothing to explain there's nothing to overcome there's nothing to even well talk about really and again slice of life that's not necessarily the idea and i get that i get shat on a lot for saying that you need something to happen in that and when something apparently does but i'm i'm struggling to find the purpose of this and struggling to find the development here because at least in most slice of life mangas even i have to admit there is some character development sometimes there's just none here. It's everyone's in the exact same place at the end as they are at the beginning. 
you need a true neutral baseline, and um, <laughs> this is that. This is the most chemically neutral substance I can think of. <laughs> I, stay, I think at one point I was like writing vanilla, but now I know because obviously nowadays people try to avoid saying vanilla to mean neutral because vanilla actually has a flavour. And <laughs> yeah, I say mayonnaise. <laughs> Right, it's, the, okay. it's like it's the plainest thing I can. This think is of. this is water. This is the water of. <laughs> oh, at least water tastes like the pipes. <laughs> if your water tastes of pipes, might get better pipe. You can't this tell me what to do. This explains so much about Mike. <laughs> I've been lead damaged really from an early water. age. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, there's definitely lead involved. <laughs> it's like, oh, this water is really pipey, and like, um. <laughs> I've never described it as pipey, but now I'm going to start. <laughs> well, is that what they mean when they say it's piping hot? Oh, I get it now. Just trying to think of other jokes to make because I'm fairly certain we're already done discussing. Oh, we've language. got a padded hour, buddy. Here we go. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the idea of this is to show off the dynamics between these two. You don't see a, unless I blank that out. You don't see them getting together, do you? Like, they're already in the relationship when it starts. Not explicitly getting together. You get a flashback to when they meet, kind of thing. Which yeah. is the most benign we're going out thing I've ever seen. Guy <laughs> yeah. thanks girl for saving something of his a while yep. back, which, fair uh, enough. Exam ticket, I think. Sure. Something like that. Or bus ticket. One a MacGuffin. It's fine. Something banal, yes. Thanks her for that, which is fine. And then sort of like stammers through a whole, yeah, you've really, really helped me out because I'm not great. Uh, thanks. And then they're going out. Yeah, that that's basically a nothing scene. So much so that I didn't even remember it. Because it's so, it's so irrelevant. Like, you just need to know that these two are in a relationship. And it's a high school relationship, because of course it is. Because it's you know they are anime age, and it's just same thing over and over. He gets into a wacky situation, which is usually something akin to like falling down the stairs, he, and she he saves has him. The such misfortune trope in many ways, yes, yes. Which I guess is refreshing because usually it's the female characters that have that. That usually, whenever a male character has the misfortune, it's usually groping boobs related. I was gonna say it's not. I can't think of any times, and this will be the part where Mike's like, oh no, actually this happened. But I don't think this ever goes into like fan service or Lucky Pervert or anything like that. It's wholesome from start to finish. Yeah, they go like swimming or the beach or something in the later chapters. but They talk about going. Yeah, but like, I, I think you may see someone, I was going to say getting changed. I don't, I don't know if you even do. The, the point is you there's no You see them play fanta. volleyball. That's about the okay, closest. Maybe that's what yeah. I'm thinking of, yeah. But yeah, it's there's no fan service here and it's it's weirdly like so there's this whole thing recently about how it appears millennial millennials and gen zers have essentially killed the style of humor of i hate my spouse that kind of humor you know the whole the far side comics thing where it's like hey i what do you want for dinner i hate my wife but um the honeymooners that just stuff like that and it's, like, it, it's, it's a whole genre of comedy, which is like taking the piss out of your spouse, saying like, oh, I secretly hate them, or I actually hate them. And but like, well, Mike, why are you how, to them? how could comedy be funny if I'm not offending someone? Uh... My point is, uh, there's been like a collective movement to be like, no, I, I actually like the person I'm with. 
and it's it's not actually funny to put them down all the time. And if you're not happy, you should leave that relationship. And that's very much goes that the idea that we've killed that kind of comedy or we are killing it is very much present in this because every single time these two have any kind of interaction with each other, it's uplifting in some way. It's always watching one partner uplift the other through some means. So whether it's he says he wants to protect her, but she's like, no, I will protect you. Like, oh, we can protect each other. Yay. Kind of situation. Or if it's a, ah, we lost at our sports, but I'm going to, our sports game, our sports ball, but I'm going to come and cheer you on at yours. And then she sees him like, now I have to win. He's watching. And because I, because he wants, she wants him to be proud of her kind of thing. Like it's, it's wholesome. And like, this is like, like you said, this is the most lukewarm, neutral thing out there, but, it's something. It's very wholesome. It's very hashtag relationship goals, I guess, as the kids say. And yeah, there's no toxic masculinity here or anything like that. They're unabashedly supporting each other, shouting out, nice. you're cute. It's yeah, like I mean, I'll, honestly, yeah. I, honestly, I wish more manga relationships were like this. <laughs> like, so often in... I wish more relationships, full stop, were yeah, like sure, this. Sure, sure. <laughs> But this is the manga podcast, I'll relate yeah. it back to manga, but yes, <laughs> in real life too. It's like, we just how saw that online last week, that, not even closest. They tried to pretend they were this by saying, like, how they would literally die for each other, and if I, if their partner died, then they would die too. They'd want to kill themselves. I'm like, no, that's, none of that. Are uh, you telling me suicide packs aren't wholesome, Mike? I think I'm, you know what, hot take, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Suicide Packs are not wholesome. <laughs> they are not as The first thing you ask your potential partners isn't, are you willing to sign a Suicide Pack? Till death do us part. I mean, hey, at least in this, they like know each other's names. So they, it's got that going for it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Let's not. Because <laughs> you're about to be fair to Sword Art Online and... I feel like we were stretching to do that last time. To be time. fair, they knew Asuna's name. <laughs> <laughs> one of them knew the other's name. Okay, so it's not a one-sided relationship. Got it. <laughs> because there is... I would absolutely love it if every relationship in this world was as wholesome and as toxicless as this. Like, I don't think my relationship is this strong. <laughs> You know, it's like, and I, I love my relationship, and I love my partner, and please don't leave me if you're listening to this. <laughs> it's, but it's like, these people are like, sicklingly sweet in like, how supportive they are. Like, this is the absolute ideal of exactly how much everyone should love each other. To the point where it's a little unrealistic, but it's sad that it's unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, yes. Yeah, like it's like it's good, it's great, but there's and while I don't require drama, God, some drama would have done a lot to improve this story a bit because there's just nothing to discuss. It is just two people. They are in a relationship. They like each other. They uplift each other. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, and like, because it's not just between them as well. Like, even their friend group are all wholesome and support each other and look out for each other. 
the parents like usually you think, oh, this will be here. Here comes the conflict. No, no, they're they're all in on this relationship. Heck, you see, um, Shikamori get along with Mama Izumi because we're not going to give them names. Okay, no, no, they do give her a name. Do they? Yeah, when they're talking on oh, when line the at the end thing. of the chapter, yeah, like, I guess. Yeah, Makoto, something like that. I think. Even then, they're like, "Yeah, no, that's this is going to be that next level of wholesome where even they get along with each other. The parents, like the generations, get along with each other, and the friends all look out for each other. And like, if I was reading too much into it, it can feel a little bit, I don't know, lame. I guess for all of at some points that they seem to all have to make sacrifices for Izumi because of how laudably weak he is at times, like." Because they go out of their way to give him a lot. Like, I don't think he's a bad guy by any means, and I don't think he's doing any of this deliberate. I don't think it's like manipulating the scenario. None of it is deliberate on his part. It is very much just like he's walking down the street and the car veers towards him, kind of thing. <laughs> it's just when they're like, uh, yeah, he's also like not allergic, but you know, like doesn't can't cope in the sunlight. I, the only way I think he has ever given any kind of leg up is when they're like, oh yeah, his grades are slightly better than Chikamori. <laughs> but only slightly. I'm like, you don't have to make him this much of a wallflower. But to the manga's credit, Chikamori never says anything to the effect of, I must fix you. It's, it's not that either. Yeah, they're very clear, but they love each other for who they are. Yeah. It's also like one of the early chapters, you do sort of see like, generic background character like oh why is shikamori with you she could find someone so much better and obviously she overhears that and she kind of gives them the death glare yes like no here's my husband though the end (laughs) and i mean like that does tie neatly to like great because they do a lot like emphasis shots as it were for those moments whenever shikamori is being cool and like those emphasis shots do where it's like more detailed and more in depth as it were look good and a good juxtaposition against what the manga usually looks like and to be fair that's not a knock on the rest of the manga because the manga looks fine the art is fine yeah yeah it's not blow your cock off good but it's it's fine (laughs) (laughs) all right mike (laughs) this is a wholesome series mike none of these c words what manga is blow your cock off good art Solo leveling's pretty great, if that counts. Uh, blow your cock off level, god no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, now I just feel bad for Phil that he's never had his cock blown off by art, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just such a pain having to put it back together. <laughs> Reattach it. <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of sellotape, guys. <laughs> sellotape. Not, not even glue, sellotape. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I can afford cock glue in this economy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear, but yeah. The artwork is just, yeah, it's it's not top tier, but it's nice and it's fine. Like, the backgrounds are there and they look pretty nice. The characters look nice. We get a male friend later on who kind of looks like Bakugo out of my hero does a yep, little bit. I yeah. can see that. And I've now literally gone over every note I have on the art, all four of them. The, the only thing I would, another thing I would say, is they show. Oh, so if it's the part where you say I've got character blindness, I swear to Christ. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. They show that. Well, they attempt to do some character development. It absolutely falls flat. 
but they attempt to do some character development with Shikamori, the girlfriend character, by at least in one chapter, she's trying on different outfits. The like she's trying on different outfits and personalities and stuff. Uh, because he's called a model pretty or something like that. that something like that, yeah. Like it's completely toothless, but yeah. And so she's trying that on, and even though she's trying on different outfits and she's like posed in a different way and different facial expressions, you can still tell who it is. And that's a thing which a lot of manga artists very much struggle with. Like if you ever see a manga where they literally only ever wear one thing. It's because if they wear something else, you can't tell who they are. And it's, Im- it's an important skill for a manga artist to have because manga gets accused of being quite generic looking a lot of the time. Like, especially when you look at like uh, your Akira Toriyama stuff from like way back in the day. It's like a lot of those characters have the exact same face, but it's like differentiated by their hairstyles and their clothes and stuff like that. So this one's actually pretty good at being able to have the uniqueness of the characters in spite of changing themes and changing visuals with parts of the character model. I would argue on the one... Yes, I agree, on the one hand. On the other hand, it's not hard to figure out who the character is when there's two of them. That is true. Right, odds are, unless there's a plot twist coming, <laughs> that's Shikamori. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> they are just people. There's like nothing really unique about them other than that. I, I will say, obviously, it does start to happen towards the end of what we read, but obviously there are more characters introduced. You do get the friends, the parents, and things, and they are more prevalent later on. It is absolutely out of necessity that more characters turn up in this thing, because... It's hit 11 volumes, something, like, don't get me wrong, this is nice, but I'm assuming at some point something has to happen. I would fucking hope so, because, <laughs> damn. Like, I... There is so little happening in this. Like, you could literally, the first volume and a half of this, you could read the first chapter and then skip the rest. Like, I, I get that's not the point of this, but, like, as far as the plot is concerned, that nothing yeah, Yes, you're not going to miss any major story or anything yeah. now. But it's fairness, you may as well take the t- I mean, ha- like, Phil, as we all know, infamously reads these things just before the podcast. Sure How do. long did it take you to get through this, Phil? would you say? Uh, 15, 20 minutes, something like Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> not a tough read. <laughs> but yes, it did not take me long. And yeah, part, part of that is not needing to read as much of it as some of the stuff we do read. Like, There's no exposition dumps, there's no world building or anything. It is just here is what's happening this week. And it's like, alright, you can just skim read stuff pretty much. My world section of notes has two points, which we've already covered, which is like, there's no lucky pervert, and there's more support cast volume two onwards. <laughs> yes. The end. Because this is just the human world. Yes, it's Monday, standard high school. I, I wouldn't say it's standard high school, like, no one's mean to each other. I was going to yeah, this is, far, this is far too wholesome. Sure. <laughs> so standard in, with an asterisk at the end, Mike, like, it's... Yeah. It's set in a weird world where everyone likes each other. Set in a world where everyone's super nice to each other. Fucking weirdos. Yeah, like, what is this fantasy land you're depicting? Exactly. Nagatoro's far more realistic. Weirdly, it is. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I didn't think I was going to make that comparison, but yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's not okay. It's not, no. Ugh. 
Yeah, it's like I said earlier, like this is the absolute ideal that everyone should strive for, but so much so that it's just not realistic. Which is fine. I wouldn't say it's not realistic. It's just it's it I've is met the ideal. Who are in this state, at least from the outside looking in, are in this state yeah. of their relationship. So you know, it it can happen, and this is what you well, should. That, aim that, for, that's the big thing, much. isn't it? As well, it's like it is very much they are a high school relationship. Following enough, you get a lot less drama in high school relationships in some ways because <laughs> in some ways because you don't have to deal with oh my god you said you were going to do the dishes today fucking why is sure. nothing clean why uh... less of like the day-to-day stuff but you g- still get all of the relationshipy stuff and that gets on well i was gonna say on steroids but no it's on hormones <laughs> like so hormonal teenagers going nuts at each other just because of the minor things and they've also not encountered these things before in daily life. Yeah, so. well, that, that's the thing. It's like, we don't know about her, I would assume, as much, because we've no reason to believe otherwise. But we do know this is his first relationship. She is his first girlfriend. So it's like, yeah, you know what, your, your first partner, of course, you're going to be like, oh my god, they're the greatest. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's not being horny on main either, which is... No, no he's not. Like the closest, the closest you get is hand holding. <laughs> ooh, ooh, steady on. Oh, there's one or two times where she teases a bit, I guess. Yeah, there's yeah. the one where he's in the school infirmary, and she's like, "Ah, oh, why don't I hide in here and lift up the bed cover?" And then she's like, "Ha ha ha!" I was joking, and then she's like, "Holy shit, that was a bit bold, even for me." Yeah, and then she walks away and has a mini freak out, which again is it's it's cute. Yeah, and. Like, it's, again, not believable because teenagers are horny on Maine, but besides that... I mean, there's a line here between, like, you know, doing that and then a doujin where they just fuck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) God, why wasn't Shikamori's not just a cutie? Why was this not a porn story? (laughs) God, it would have made so much more sense if they were saying how much they love and support each other while fucking... It would have made so much more sense. <laughs> I am kidding. <laughs> that is a joke. That, that is, right, okay. I going to say, <laughs> maybe, maybe reevaluate your <laughs> relationships a bit, Mike. I only fuck, I only care about people I fuck, so... And I care about the pair of you. Not a bad way to show your affection <laughs> to someone, but don't make it the only way. Depends how you're doing it. Uh, uh, <laughs> sure, I guess. But that was a joke. Yes. You can have completely wholesome asexual relationships. That's that's fine. But uh, it just doesn't go anywhere. I can't stress that point enough. I don't feel like it necessarily needs to at this Like, yes, long term, you definitely want something to be happening. And I fucking hope it does after 11 volumes. <laughs> But Jesus. you don't you don't need much other than uh look at them being wholesome dark. Sure. Like yeah, just let let it be cute for a couple of volumes. And that's okay to a point. My argument there is it's fine like this is fine. Again, this is hashtag relationship goals, but I need as a reader, I need something, man. Yeah. Like imagine you I mean, fuck it, we love talking about Bleach, let's talk about Bleach. Imagine you cracked on 
your DVD box set, because I'm that old, of Bleach, and you just hit skip scene button until you got to the air market. Every time. We use the scene selection menu, that's a thing. And, and just watch the Amarca every time. That's essentially what this feels like. A bunch of disconnected, pointless stories. And I just, I don't know why this sort of kept going. And I do get that they do pick up longer stories, but their seeming allergy to character development as well just makes it so that it's so hard to connect with this as a story. The characters themselves, they're kind of adorable. So maybe that's the point. That, that is kind of the point. I'm on the one hand, I'm happy this is kept going because again, like as we've commented, you just don't see this in manga or storytelling mediums in general, not just manga, this kind of pure, wholesome relationship. But on the other hand, there's a reason you don't see this kind of thing generally, and it's because there's no story. Uh, you absolutely could have had this relationship exactly in this way, and even have the exact same situations in this manga, but also have a story. I mean, what story would you add? I mean, I'm not. I, I wouldn't do it at all because I hate slice of life. But <laughs> this, you could absolutely have a slice of life thing here. Like it could literally be anything, any extra element added to it. Like you could put drama in. You don't have to, but you could. You basically. Because they mentioned that a truck ran into the house, like the guy's house, when he was young. So what you wanted is him to be isekai'd by the truck. Is what you're saying? <laughs> that time I was reincarnated in a wholesome relationship. Mike saying <laughs> he wants a completely different manga. <laughs> but I've never said that before. <laughs> Famously, so Mike. <laughs> it's not so much that I wanted a completely different one because I still maintain you could do the exact same. Well, things like, I don't think you could add drama into this. It, no, that would actually fundamentally change it. I agree. Maybe certain kinds of drama you could, like, as we said, there's that one little chapter where Shikamori's maybe a bit jealous at Izumi commenting on the model and she's changing up her looks to try and get him to compliment her. You could have drama like that, maybe. Yeah, and you could also do, like, um, she makes that joke where, like, hey, maybe I should get in bed with you. And then gets flustered and walks away. And like you could turn that into something as well, because you can turn that into like a but was she being serious? I don't know. And we're nervous, so we can't talk about it. There are those like one or two chapters where she she wins at sports, so he's suddenly the the darling of the school for a bit. Gets weirdly famous, yeah. Yeah. So people are like crowning around her so she can't spend as much time. So I suppose you could do drama there of like they still care for each other deeply, they just can't see each other as much. But no, that gets resolved within Yeah, ages. pretty much. Like, you're the only person I want to walk home with, and that's the end of that. And it's like, oh, okay. I think the main issue in terms of why this doesn't feel like a connected plot is because there's no connective tissue between any of the chapters. Like, even, even in the later ones where they are a bit longer and a little bit more detailed, chapter to chapter, these are all essentially standalone stories, but they act like they are part of one greater narrative. It's a very specifically written thing, and but it, I don't know if it was written that way on purpose or not. I, I'm not getting it, it that thing at all. Surely, because there's the illusion of time passing, but like, yeah, nothing actually. Yes, the, that's a very common thing with this sort of story, this sort of like slice of life rom commy type thing, where you you have that illusion of time passing, as you say, where like chapter to chapter you just assume time has passed but 
some point they're like, oh my god, we're in the second year now, and yeah, we're in the same class. And yeah, but it's like nothing changes. Yeah, I imagine that is somewhat intentional in a lot of these stories because it means you can write as many stories as you want without having to go. Oh shit! Hang on a minute. We've we've been ten years old for thirty years now. Look at it, you Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Ash Ketchum is Ash Ketchum. Yep. Happy tenth birthday, Ash. That's a weird thing all of itself. Definitely a tangent. But you see everyone else getting older in that world. No, you don't. You see, you see them getting new designs. Misty and Brock have come back twenty years later, and they're the same. They're the same. <laughs> but like. Just the logic of this whole of that whole thing is, you're saying he's still ten years old. Therefore, he did the entirety of the show to date in that one year before he's eleven. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> it's objectively impossible because they've had over three hundred sixty-five days in that show. Yeah, um, film theory YouTube channel did a have done a couple of videos on exactly how old is Ash Ketchum. I'm going to guess 15 by this point. I can't remember the number they come up with, and you should go watch that, because it's actually an interesting way they did it. They basically use, like, seasonal changes and stuff in the show as, like, clues as to how, like, how long has passed, like, how many months of the year have Not passed. to tangent to something I care vastly more about, but, um, <laughs> I mean, like, you can see at least in, like, the first 10 years of the show, like, while Ash is still, he's 10, he's definitely 10, he is maturing in terms of his personality. Like, the Ash in Gen 4 is a much more mature person than the Ash in Gen 1 until they go, whoops, that's enough of that, and start rolling it back. I yeah. would also argue using seasonal changes in the show is a terrible way to track it because the whole shtick is he's travelling around the world. No, they, they, do, they address that as well. Okay. Um, they, uh, they also do a similar video for what level is Pikachu using the same sort of uh, logic as well. Whatever level the plot demands. Yes, they, they also cover that. They say, yes, we know. But what level is he really? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because literally, again, again, hey, ten years, ten plus years of watching this helps. Like he beats Pikachu, takes a la- a legend, a trained legendary to a draw in one episode, and then I think about literally three episodes later, and they try to handicap it because he's ill. He's got his electric illness, but uh, he loses to a level five Snivy. <laughs> and it's like no, no, no. I mean, it's also the fact that he's still a Pikachu for like. 12, 20 years, however many years it's been. You would have thought, like, statistically speaking, you would have tripped and fallen on a thunderstorm <laughs> by now. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> hey, at least we can say this in this manga's favour. It's more consistent than Pokemon in its timekeeping. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Specifically in its yeah. timekeeping. Yes. And that time does pass. Time does pass, but I don't ever, back to the original point, I don't ever feel like there's any connective tissue between any of these no, chapters. From what we've read, no, there isn't. As I say, that's, that's largely, it's a common thing with these types of stories, as I say, because it lets you, for the most part, just be like, I want to tell a story and not have to worry about where it fits into the grand scheme of things. Now, you see, that logic is fine, but it falls down a bit when each of these chapters, the idea being these are their own stories, but there's no story in most of them. Like There is elements of storytelling, like where there's the 
chapter where they've got the sports ball tournaments where the male character loses straight away and he goes to support his girlfriend. Like that's that's fine. So there's elements of a story there, but nothing is there's no building on it. There's there's like a foundation with no actual structure of a plot because it's just people doing sports. That's it. There's nothing overcome or changed or anything like that. One of them loses, one of them wins. That's it. These are definitely elements of a story, but there's nothing that actually builds it up into a coherent narrative. And I think that's one of the reasons why I dislike this so much. Because it's frustrating to read it. Because like you, every time you tap or click or turn the page onto a next new chapter, you don't feel like you've moved anywhere. And it's, it's so, it's not hard to read. It's actually incredibly easy to read, but that's kind of the problem. It's too easy to read. Mike is frustrated by wholesome relationships. There you go. <laughs> I'm frustrated by the lack of realism. <laughs> I mean, it does tie to something I think I said after I'd done my first read, which was a little while back at this point, and was then discussing it like briefly with Phil without kind of going into anything. I was like, I pretty much said to him, I don't get why this got picked up for an anime because... What's the anime gonna do? Yeah, because there's about so that. little content, and they haven't said how long it's gonna be. At least as we record this, so I don't know if it's gonna be short or is it gonna be like five minute episodes, twelve minute episodes? Are they gonna be full length? Because I'm, I'm assuming it'll be full length, and it'll just be a bit skittish. I like Azumanga Daioh style. I guess you could do that. Not not full blown Azumanga Daioh style, but like Kami or Haramiya, if you've seen that where it's sort of like you have you have a 20 minute episode but actually you might have two or three episodes in it but stuff happens in those chapters phil (laughs) i mean maybe they'll just take what the first volume and a half is and actually make those a marque for the actual episodes that's also part it might just be they don't adapt much from these first two volumes true true Again, because I don't know what happens if if there's a plot down the line. Yeah, if a plot actually kicks up, they'll probably just ignore the first couple of volumes or like bring them so in. Like, I, as I imagine, if nothing else, you're probably going to get introduced to the parents and the friends a lot earlier on. Like maybe your first episode. I would assume it would be two or three because you'd want to establish them in the first ones. I mean, the yeah, like I imagine, like the first half of the first episode is all about them, like. Oh, look at them, they're so massively in love with each other and wholesome and everything. Moe, moe cute, as the kids say. Sure. Honestly, that's another weird thing about it. It's not moe at all. No, I wouldn't say that's weird either. We're post-moe blob era, Mike. No, I know it's not that. (laughs) What I mean is, it's so cutesy and wholesome that you'd think they'd lean into the too sweet for... A sweet tooth kind of thing, but they don't. It's it's weirdly realistic, but it's also definitely not realistic. It is an ideal relationship. Yeah, where there's no jealousy or anything. It's just it's just there. Uh, there's there's bits of jealousy, nothing super serious. Yeah, anything, like that's but... what I mean. There's there's no serious issues. Is what I really meant to say. But you do you do see like like as said when Shikamori becomes super popular because of the sports festival. You do see, like, Izumi's like, ah, oh, I don't get to spend as much time with her. Like, you do you do get those little bits of jealousy and 
these are literally the magnitude of these issues. Like this one chapter where we're like, oh, let's go. Where do you want to go out? And we're like, where do you want to go out? Like, oh, I really want to go to the observatorium. Like, I, no, not that. Uh, planetarium, that's the word for it. That's the one. I, I know Japan. But uh, <laughs> I read that visual novel. But yeah. So they go there. It's like, oh, man, but we always go where I want to go. I want to do what you want to do. It's like, I just want to be with you. It's like, oh, nothing's been progressed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It was very much a standard relationship conversation because obviously in real life you don't have character development and so if it's like that's a very real conversation. But what do you want to what do you want to eat tonight? I don't know. You feel anything? I don't know. Kind of feeling this. But what do you want? Oh yeah, I want to eat what you want to eat. <laughs> well, the thing is like I, there, you go. There, there are people who are kind of like that as well though. Like they're like I don't care where we go or what we eat as long as you're happy like there are people that are yes, like I that, that for better or for worse. I, I think I we're that. all like that. <laughs> I think all three of us are that. We're all basic bitches. <laughs> it's a sad thing to say. That's my attitude towards debates in general these days. Like, yeah, I like I can't like unless it's people I care about on something I care about. I'm like, yeah, like this podcast. I'm mm. like, yeah, I nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that, whatever you say, champ. <laughs> that that's been my attitude for a while now. It's just. Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't give a shit. If yeah, five five G gives you COVID, why not? <laughs> I don't I don't care enough to argue with you because you're very clearly not going to change your fucking mind. That was a joke. <laughs> don't flag this podcast for misinformation. <laughs> Feel free to bleep that, Sean. I don't know. Uh, it's fine. COVID's gone away. Uh as uh, it yeah, uh, yeah, reaches its all time high in the UK. But yeah, um, totally. it's gone away. We won. Hey, we started this in lockdown, and now it's out of lockdown. Yay! <laughs> We've been out of lockdown for like seven months. Yay! <laughs> I'm not the rebel going to cinemas, is all I'm saying, so you know. Oh yes, the most rebellious thing I've done in recent history, go to a cinema. I, when, when you have COVID in a week. <laughs> it's more socialising than uh, me or Sean have done, Mike, is all I'm saying. <laughs> How am I the most social one of the three of us? Because you're willing to go to the cinema. That's weird. Don't 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 stick that role with me. I can't accept that level of responsibility being the social one. Ah dear. But we've gotten sidetracked again because <laughs> There's there is something I do want to bring up about this. Oh please. Okay, so listed this is on Manga Dex, one of the places yeah, where This we... is on perfectly legal place to read things, yes. Yes. This thing is listed as a shonen. Sure. Demographic of shonen, yeah. I don't think it's shonen. You reckon shoujo? It's just like, this, it doesn't feel like it's meant for like the young boy demographic. What demographic do you think it is? It just, it feels more mature than that, is what I'm saying. Mature? Like, not mature in the sense of like the idea of just having a story about a functional relationship with no real drama i thought you were going shoujo not signing <laughs> i don't think he's necessarily going signing really i think he's saying it's somewhere in between those but yeah i don't mean this is literally like an adult aimed thing i just mean like it's more it's more mature than your standard shonen like i'm not expecting him to fart a laser in this is all i'm saying <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, I think that is because it runs in the Shonen magazine. That's why it gets the Shonen classification. But uh, on the other, yeah, to me, it definitely feels more like a shoujo. And also, 
Um, I'm not complaining about this being in a in a kid a magazine aimed at younger boys because again, this is hashtag relationship goals. Be be more like this. <laughs> Have your boys tried to get a relationship like that, and your girls in a relationship like that? Like, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, it's probably a good thing because it's promoting less toxic masculinity and stuff that a lot of shonen manga actually do. Yeah, especially considering, uh, as of recently, again, to bring up this comparison, uh, like, Bully Girl, as I think it's now called, manga, are becoming, like Nagatoro, have become kind of popular as of late, or like a popular niche. And don't get me wrong, as much as I like the Nagatoro manga, that is not relationship goals. (laughs) That is not. (laughs) I mean, it might be someone's relationship goal, and that's fine. Sure, and that's fine. It should generally not be a relationship goal. If that is your agreed-upon fetish, then yes, I think that was the message we left that episode with. Pretty much, yes. (laughs) If you're into this, more power to you, but... This should not be depicted as the standard like it is in Nagatoro. This is not a healthy relationship as standard. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm happy to see something like this, especially in a Shonen magazine, even if it's not the most engaging thing I've ever read. I mean, yeah, put it that way, there's nothing really wrong with it being there. It's just uh, not what I would have expected. So I get fair. (laughs) I guess we need better education for younger people like this in media, especially because we have in the last like, 20 30 years probably more had like a lot of a lot of manga which have been like the male character main character needs to be the strong tough powerful one can't show any weakness as soon as they show weakness they get slapped down by the great almighty laser farter and it's it's good to show something with a bit more vulnerability in it um i'm not saying that the average shonen reader is like the male lead in this possibly they are i doubt anyone's this accident prone but sure well i'd also argue most shonens are frustratingly terrible at portraying any kind of role like bleach our favorite example is like oh man oh ichigo and orihime but you know it's fucking terribly written like most relationships in these things like it drives me up the wall that like it's like you can I get that, you know, oh, it's it's for boys and boys, ooh, love, cooties, ooh, but, you know, no, you could you could just have a shounen manga where they're just a couple. Yeah. The end. Because that doesn't have to be the focus. They can go off and fight hollows or ninjas or whatever, but you can also just have them be a couple. <laughs> that is true. And this can be a thing which enhances their their character rather than acts as a burden to them as well, which is definitely what this thing's trying to do. It's trying to show that they are happy in the situation that they're in, and they use it to their strength, like, to strengthen each other. And that's portrayed as a good thing, whereas so many times you get, when they finally do get in a relationship, the partner becomes the dumbass in distress immediately. Like, this is a kick-ass person, but they can't do anything because that would step on the toes of the protagonist. And that's, yeah, that's not what they do here. It's, I mean, that's good in of itself. And the fact that's in a shonen manga, book, magazine, whatever, is, yeah, it's probably a good thing. And it does show some progression in the world, as it were, that it's, it's proof that you can have better role models and still sell things in surprisingly popular ways. Considering, you know, 11 volumes of this thing. 
yeah, I would I would kill for something like this to be in Shonen Jump at the very least, or like a series like this where you just rather than like Nisekoi or I think Kaguya runs in Jump off the top of my head, and those those are cool. But the point is, like, when you have stuff like Nisekoi in there, and like, don't get me wrong, I kind of like Nisekoi, but it's not really a relationship. <laughs> I, I just, but it does also make me feel like, because obviously, so we read two volumes of this, so we kind of get like a concentrated burst or whatever a concentrated burst of this is, I guess. But um, maybe if you're reading it week to week in a magazine where it's just surrounded, like, I don't have the list of what actually runs in that magazine, but surrounded by more normal shonen things probably does help this one's case where you've then got just this nice refreshing tonic in the middle of it you, you've like, just oh, got oh, a nice cute. wholesome relationship manga amongst your click freezer's about to blow up the planet <laughs> but you see what i mean right like yeah. and, no, especially when you're mean. not reading this in bulk it probably comes across as like a very different experience I mean, maybe it's weird that uh, the comparison I made earlier seems more apt in that scenario than, like, this is kind of like the Omake to Laser Farters 65 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is, the, this is the nice, chill, somewhat comedic tonic before you, to break up the action. Ah, this runs in the same magazine as Nagatoro. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, that's a juxtaposition right there. <laughs> It's like what Matt Mal, here are the top two series for this magazine. One, Nagatoro, two, Shikimori. Like, well <laughs> This is the weirdest shonen magazine I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a shonen magazine for people who are both very into specific things and also not. No, it's it is for people who are into very specific things. It's just some people are into more wholesome things than others might. <laughs> you need some wholesome to break up the crotch stomping. Now, I don't think Nagatoro went that far. <laughs> I want to say it did at one point. I'm pretty sure, yeah, she actually does, like, he's on the ground. She actually literally stands on his groin. Like, I think it is a reverse lucky pervert moment kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh no, my foot is on your prop. I think oh. she fell on him rather than yes. foot. Whatever, I'm, I'm not going to cut hairs. Nagatoro knows what it is. but um... <laughs> It does know what it is. <laughs> I mean, I think we discussed it at the time. I'm pretty sure it started out as exactly that sort of thing. Yes. started out more extreme, if I remember what you two told me. <laughs> yes, it started out as straight-up porn, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Word porn, but yes, pretty much. And, hey, I would love to see the porn version of this story. <laughs> it would be so wholesome. You know, I was going to say, it would be wholesome. I would. I agree, Mike. I would as well. Yeah, that'd be like... Just, just get some nice, wholesome... Fucking get some like nice lighting, get some get soft focus, <laughs> some nice seventies porno music. No, 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 no! I can't be sleeping like that. Sorry, sorry. It'd be uh the nineties and early two thousands Channel Five Friday night <laughs> softcore porn <laughs> movies. I don't even know what that sounds like to be honest. If you Mike. guys know, if your listeners know what I'm talking about, then. Yeah, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I was going to say is like, well, the anime's out in the, as we recorded a few weeks, so um, just just go Google. Honest, I think it's out in like a couple of days as we record this. Just go Google Shikamori Hentai, and then there you go. You'll probably Shikamori Rule Thirty Four. You're done. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's as wholesome as that this, it does need to be wholesome. Otherwise, it's not a real 
None, none of this NTR crap. No, absolutely not. No. But that's the current kink, Phil. <laughs> There's only one kink at any one time, and that's the current one. <laughs> it's like like Chinese New Year, and like each year. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's the year of the NTR. Huh? <laughs> Phil, is this one of the ones you read specifically for the show, or you actually already read this in the past? This one. I already read it. So how long ago did you read it, roughly? Well, I don't fucking know. It's only been going a few years, right? Like, what did you read it when it was new? I didn't read it when it was new, new, no. Like, it's not like one I've started reading in the last couple of months. It's been a while. I mean, it's only run for three years. So. Like, yeah, I've not read it for three years, I can tell you that much. Because <laughs> what I'm trying to get at is basically, do you think it held up, like, in the long term, in the long run? Like, does it actually get better later on? Yeah, def- definitely, like... Let me put this way, your main complaint, by the sounds of it, is just a lack of an ongoing plot or connective tissue. Connective tissue more than ongoing. A lack yeah. of anything to engage with, I guess. Yeah, nothing to hold on to. And let me put it this way, at the moment, currently what's going on is you're getting some background into one of the friends we were introduced to at the end of Chapter 2. Sort of like, why he's, he's he started being like distant and stuff and you find out why and then why he became friends with Azumi in the first place and stuff like that and what's going on blah 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 oh my Bakugo gets character development yes hey. so you, you know you do get that sort of stuff and like there's as I say you're starting to see it at the end of chapter 2 they're introducing other people or the characters you do start to get longer stories if you want to call it that mm-hmm. you say like you do, you do get like the sports festival for example sure, a pretty sure. common thing for this sort of story like ah uh, yes we've got to show them having all these sports events and prove how great they are and you know and you get Izumi the male lead being like ah oh, I've got to show everyone I'm so cool and I can do this and not get injured and blah 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 and you know you, you do get that sort of stuff. Admittedly, like, social requirements and pressures put on the kids aside, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty jealous whenever I see, like, a, a functioning high school system in, in manga in general. So I wish my high school system was like that, where, like, it encourages both, like, the actual learning part, but then also the clubs and stuff part. It's difficult to find that in, at least in England, anyway going to say clubs were never a thing at my school like, there were some sports clubs yeah but that was a bad i say that was about it that's a lie actually there were other clubs there were definitely cl- again i went to a welsh high school so maybe slightly different but uh, there were definitely clubs there although frustratingly because all i could ever really see was like oh do you want to enjoy football or rugby <laughs> yeah like, yeah no. like, they, they were definitely the big ones at my and school. then i discovered like a week before school ended that there was a badminton club which my uh, the time girlfriend went to, and I'm like, how did I never know this? This is like one of the sports I like. Yeah. How, how did you not know that if your then girlfriend went to it? I don't know, Phil. <laughs> she just disappeared for two hours a week. I don't know where she went. Well, it's like I think one of the big clubs at my school actually was a Japanese one, which actually was started by my brother and his friend. So I, I went to that for a few years. When that started. What we've learned there is Phil's whole family weebs all the way down. 
Yes, funnily enough, I got into anime because my brother was like, hey, check out, I think it was Naruto we started on. Poor started thing. on Naruto and then we did Bleach. At least I had like a normal entrance to anime and started with Dragon Ball Z. Well, okay, yes, if we're going down this route, yes, I absolutely watched Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon, all that sort of Shaman King, my favourite. Mm-hmm. I watched all of that, but I watched it English on Jetix and Cartoon Network <laughs> and all those channels. So they weren't anime. You know, you didn't think of them as anime because they were cartoons. What the fuck's anime? True, yeah. And then, you know, someone comes along and is like, hey, check out this thing. It's in Japanese. It's called anime. And you're like, oh, man, this is great. It's like Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh, man, this is great. Why is 65% of the screen just boobs? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, that, that, is, that is how I got into anime and then manga. God damn weeaboos. There you go. You, you've, <laughs> you've got my backstory right here. That's Phil's tragic backstory. 52 episodes in. You, you've got my origin story. More narrative in this episode of the podcast than this That manga. is actually true. But that's a, that's a future April Fool's episode right there. We discuss our plot arc of this show. <laughs> no, I can, tell, I can tell you this the plot arc of this show. It's me going, oh, most of the stuff I read probably won't, like, I'm not going to say a great or anything, but, you know, no one's going to complain about it too much. And then you guys going, this fucking awful. My God, Phil. I have been re-listening to some of our early episodes recently, and uh, I don't go as hard as I used to back then, because I went hard <laughs> in those early days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was deserved. Like, I don't regret anything I said, but... Uh... Say, we went hard in those early days, but also, Red to Girlfriend and Evidence in Shadow were in those early days, and yeah. they suck. <laughs> Episode one and three, though. <laughs> what a way to start. Evidence in Shadow three? It is. I'm looking right at it right now, yeah. <laughs> what was two? That was ethics. That was ethics. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. It, it's been a while. Like, it's been... It's been two years almost. Yeah, almost two years. And we can still be surprised by absolute shit. <laughs> to bring it back to this ma- episode's manga, I, I guess this isn't really shitty. Like, it's not... Like, it, it's, it's not offensively bad. For all my issues with it, I'm not going to call this bad. I would yeah, never call I'd it say, bad. like... This thing, I suggest this. I knew Mike would not <laughs> like it, shall we say. What, am I pre- that predictable? I didn't think he would hate it. Yeah. And by I the sound of it, I don't think he hates it. But This isn't fly me to the moon. He hasn't gone off the handle about <laughs> no reason. That's because this is actually a realistic relationship. <laughs> I'll give you that. This is more realistic than fly me to the moon, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a reason to go off the handle at this one, because... Because they've not gotten married. <laughs> they didn't get married, no. Guy hasn't been hit by a truck and gone, please marry me, moon waifu. I mean, it almost happens once. <laughs> it <does> almost happened. <laughs> but like, I think that's probably like the closest comparison of what we've done for the show, mm-hmm. is Fly Me to the Moon. Like, it's that sort of sickeningly sweet, wholesome relationship type thing. Sure, sure. So I would never say this is bad. Spoiler alert for the closing statements, I guess. But it's, it's the problem with it is it's not exactly boring, but it draws right up to the line of it because there's very little investment in anything that's going on. I do very much like the comparison I made earlier, which is the man. This is the manga version looking at cat pictures. 
online or dog pictures if you're more into dogs. It's it's very easy to look at, but you don't ever feel like you're reading it. Uh, you don't ever feel like you're absorbing or internalizing because while it does feel real to an extent, it never offers you anything as a reader to keep you invested in the long term. It's just not great. It's not bad. Like it's decently well drawn. The writing is absolutely fine. Like it's all fine. The characters are actually better than a lot of the characters we've reviewed for this show, which again isn't hard, but as far as characters go, they're fine. It's just ugh, can't. I, I I found it not difficult to read it in the technical sense, but like to keep pushing forwards on it just felt like such a chore because it's just the same thing over and over at first, and then when it stops being the same thing over and over, it's just not. It's over. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> And it finishes off there, yeah. So, I kind of get why this was picked up. Kind of. Because, as we point out in the context of a magazine, having this be like the, 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 the tonic between, this be the palate cleanser between two other things, absolutely makes some sense. Especially if one of those things is Nagatoro. I was going to say, <laughs> the palate cleanser between my mind, like Nagatoro and what's the other big one? Zaki Kun, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Just stick this between those two. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I get it. I do get it. So in that regard, in that particular context, does make some sense. How it's gone on for 11 volumes, though? Eesh. I don't know, man. Like, I absolutely hope it's developed further than this because, goddamn. So I don't know if Sean mentioned it at the start, but I think it was this week I was reading it. sold really well, actually. I don't actually have sales figures. I did not. So feel free to elucidate me. Oh, I, I don't remember the numbers, but I remember reading it and thinking, actually, that's quite a big number. It's also not all that surprising. Like This is a very easy thing to like as, as its own individual entity. Like it's, It is wholesome, and it's, it's feel-good reading. Absolutely. So it's your, your guilty pleasure food of sorts, although it's not even guilty. It's just pleasure, I guess, <laughs> because this isn't bad. No, Mike, it's wholesome. No, no pleasure. No kinky stuff here. <laughs> uh, yes, even the discussion of going under the covers is a bit too much. Oh. And they make a big deal out of holding hands. Ludest thing you can do. Holding hands before marriage? How oh dare they? God. <laughs> See, Fly Me to the Moon got it right. <laughs> that's true they did get married before they hold held hands i'm pretty sure i made that exact joke in the episode <laughs> uh, I don't know. that was like episode 10 i don't remember God, yeah, that. that was a, that was a while ago oh, we've been doing this for so fucking long but we'll get all we'll get retrospective on the two-year anniversary <laughs> Oh dear. Well, I get. Is there anything? I mean, the I'm answer's fine. no. But is there no. anything else anyone has? To... I have literally one more thing, and it's not even a thing. The person's called Shikimori. That sounds a lot like Hikikimori, Hikikomori. Sorry, which is a shut-in. Hikimori. Is it Hikimori? Hikikomori? I think it is. Hikimori. Hikimori. Yeah. Whatever. The shut-in person. It sounds like yes. that. That. So I thought that's where it was going to go, but no. That was it. I'm sure Shikimori means something entirely different. Also, kind of sounds like Memento Mori, which is a different thing as well. I'm pretty sure it's Hikikomori. Have I just been blanking on a syllable? I haven't watched NHK in a decade, so I couldn't tell you how that word's pronounced. 
But yeah, my point is, it just sounded like that, so I thought that's where it was going to go. Like I said, it's not even a real point, just just a tidbit. <laughs> just, just a day in the life of Mike. <laughs> How did you get my diary? It's, it's got Maury in it, it must be a rip-off of that VTuber. Like, there you go, done. I mean, they both have pink hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> like I said, it was a complete non-point. I just thought it was going to go one direction, and then definitely didn't. That was... That's really it. Mike going in with preconceived notions and oh, being Oh, totally, yeah. That's why I was so disappointed. <laughs> can you be happily disappointed? Because that feels like a good summation of this. Yeah, yeah, you can, be, you can be happily disappointed. Yeah. That's this series, then. In that case, Mike, I'll let you wrap up here, because you've done, I think, like half of your closing thoughts already. <laughs> Pretty much already, yeah. So, would you read more... Would you buy the official release from Kodansha? And will you be watching the anime when it's out now on Crunchyroll? Anime I might watch out of morbid curiosity as to what they do with it. <laughs> because, like, if they follow the manga exactly, I, I don't know how those early episodes could, like, last a length of an episode. I don't think it's going to be, like, one episode is one yeah. chapter. Could you imagine, though, you turn it on? <laughs> you know what? I would be impressed. You turn it on, you sneeze, you've missed it. It would remind me of, like, there were some anime back in the day, and I can't remember what they were, but they were, like, four-minute anime, but they had standard-sized openings and endings. So you'd have a one-minute 30 <laughs> opening, like, a minute of content, but another minute 30 ending. <laughs> the only one I can think of that did it recently was... um Bikini Warriors, I think it was called. You remember far more about that show than I do. Like that's like all I remember was the fact it was like four or five minutes long because I didn't actually watch it. But I think I think we had one on and it, it was like four or five minute thing, and it was just like every episode was like I have made this new bikini armor thing. Okay, see how much he knows about this thing he's never watched. <laughs> so my point was. I I would never I wouldn't watch this properly. I'd maybe have a look at it just out of curiosity. I would not read weirdly, I would not read this in like the volume format, but I would consider like buying a magazine with it in. I would like actually consider buying it but not reading it. it sounds weird. You you wouldn't buy this specifically. No. Uh, I if this was presented in its actual context this would actually be a decent read, but like as a volume, like a like a your, your thick tomes of paper, I I could not read this more. Well, I think that's not something we've generally discussed on the show, and I assume most people listening already know this. Is a lot of manga in Japan is typically consumed through the magazine. You you get a magazine which has a chapter of like. 10 different series on it. It comes out every week or month or whatever. For your British old people like the Beano and the Dandy. Yeah, sim similar sort of idea, except better quality. <laughs> Definitely better quality, yes. Oh, oh, oh. You, you want to swing at the Beano, son? Oh. <laughs> when I say better quality, Sean, I mean better production quality, not... You want to you go? Beano's in colour, <laughs> mate. <laughs> the Beano is in colour. It's also <laughs> it also turns into mush the second it gets yeah. in a slightly humid room. Yeah, I was gonna say hopefully in better paper stock. Whereas <laughs> Japanese manga, infamously high quality paper used. 
I mean, I, I wouldn't better know. quality than the Beano is all I'm saying. I... <laughs> oh shit, have I started another quandary? <laughs> <laughs> A quorum. But yes, t- typically that would be how most people are introduced to manga as well. Like They would pick up a magazine which has got the latest chapter of Nagatoro in it, apparently. Laser Farter 65, Late yes. Laser Farter 65, yes. And they'd be like, oh man, what's he getting up to this week? And then it's like, oh man, here's all this other shit. Maybe I ch- check it out. And yeah. Something like this, you can just pick up a seemingly random chapter. Yeah, so like if this was presented in its actual format in a magazine where it's bookending two different things, yeah, actually, I would not be offended by this. I would read it and... I would enjoy it for the five minutes it existed in my life. And then I would move on and never think about it again. And if it appeared in another magazine I was reading, great. But I do not buy the magazines as they come out because I'm not made of money. Also, you can't get the magazines over here. That's true. But even if I could read Japanese and get them imported, yeah, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So That that sounds expensive, AF. Yes, it does. So I'm not made of money or time to learn Japanese. So, yeah, it's a no from me, a regretful no from me on all fronts, because while I would love to consume this as it's actually supposed to be consumed, I don't think that's a thing I'll ever be able to do. And the anime is probably just a non-starter for me in general. Yeah, I mostly agree. Like... It was good that we did this episode because I hadn't really thought about it in the context of a magazine because I agree, in the context of a magazine where it is, doesn't really matter that it doesn't have an ongoing narrative like it does when you read pure volume versions of it. Yeah, it probably works there as like a nice refreshing thing as it would in like an assortment. Like when I'm reading the Beano back in the day, I don't really mind that there's no, there's pretty much never an ongoing narrative unless the army guys did it for once. But uh it's fine there because it's just a weekly format. That's just how it's meant to be consumed. When you're reading it in bulk like this, you're desperately looking for something, for anything to latch onto. Because basically, my, my short note on this is it's hashtag relationship goals, but it's not hashtag manga goals. And that's how I would sum up. Happily disappointed, to use another phrase we did, because it's wholesome, it's cute. I like the lead pair, it's much, but I don't hate the lead pair. They're fine. Shikamori's cool and cute. It's okay to be cool and cute. Izumi's nice and supportive. It's very much okay to be nice and supportive, guys. Like, reject toxic masculinity and all that. But it is just so utterly benign. (laughs) And without any real characterization or anything. So, I can't... I would not... uh, To be honest, after this show, I'm probably going to forget this exists. I wouldn't read more i wouldn't buy more i highly highly doubt i'll watch the anime version considering i've watched one anime in the past four years (laughs) and you can listen to the last episode for my thoughts on that (laughs) uh... (laughs) so um yeah no it if you're into this amazing i've got no problem with people who like this i just also don't see why because at least with the two volumes we presented there's nothing man (laughs) there's nothing they're nice people. I wish I knew them in real life. But uh, I wouldn't want to read about their story. Phil, Phil, take us take us home. Would you, as the person who has read this all and didn't, as we learned, just pick this up for the show, uh, so obviously you do read more, but would you, would you buy it? Will you watch the anime? 
Uh, I might give the anime a watch. Why the fuck not? I pay for country roll. <laughs> Got to make use of that subscription, yeah. That's not a good reason to watch something just because you're wasting money if you don't. Really is, because otherwise I should stop subscribing, Mike. <laughs> How's that now TV subscription going, Phil? Yeah, I think I've cancelled that. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I don't remember the last time I got an email saying, hey, we've charged you for this. So, so it's on it's yearly, got it. <laughs> but yeah, I would happily watch this, but I wouldn't go and subscribe to a service to watch this, or indeed anything in particular, really. Like, if I only want to watch one thing, it's like, nah, it's not worth it. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I might check it out if I get a chance. Uh, would I buy it? Probably not currently, because there's other things I want to buy first in a similar genre, and I would rather buy them first. But one day, maybe. I don't know. I mean, as you say, it's like 11 volumes at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, well, the volumes isn't too bad. I mean, statistically, one of them has to have a narrative, right? <laughs> hey, even um, oh, was it a Meruko Chan when we did a while ago, where it was just kind of crap all the way through. Even that had a good chapter. So statistically, I mean, that had a narrative. It did, did have a narrative. I, I'm actually a lot more favorable to this now that we've done the oh, show. Okay, this. I thought you were going to yeah, say not Meruko Chan. Chan. No, that's still <laughs> absolute direct. But like, it's uh, <laughs> this manga. I'm actually a lot more favorable to it now that we've discussed it, which is a rarity, frankly, on this show. Normally, I just get angrier. Like, I, I can see the draw to this, but not enough to save it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I would commit to buying, like, 30, 40, 50 volumes. If it's, like, 10 to 20 volumes, well, it's at 11 at the moment. 20 volumes? I could, I could see myself potentially picking them up. I enjoy it enough. It's good, wholesome fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. A positive to end on. Phil might buy this, but me and Mike are like, Shiki, what now? <laughs> already, Mike, you could hear from Mike earlier, already forgetting what it was called. <laughs> New manga, who dis? <laughs> but now, obviously, of course, this is the spring anime tie-in, so we're going to briefly talk about the spring anime season. So this is the part where Mike just sits and nods while me and Phil talk about anime briefly. And uh, Jesus Christ, there's a lot happening this season that I want to just quickly spotlight. First of all, several shows that we've already covered. Kobe Can't Communicate is back for its second season. We covered that back in episode 37. Friends Game, one of our original things from all the way back in episode 4. That's getting an anime. And so is Mobu Seka from episode 18. So if you want to hear our opinions on those, go into our back catalogue and listen to that. But uh, besides that, there's a whole bunch of shit. Is it like Kaguya's back? I know Phil's a big Kaguya fan. Kaguya's good, yeah. If, if you're wanting rom- romance, if you've listened to this episode, Kaguya's a good good one. Yeah, it, it has a plot. Fiex Family, Jump Plus's number one series, is finally making the anime version. That should be good fun. Assuming Cloverworks haven't overworked themselves to death. Uh, as we mentioned, obviously, Shikamori is this season. What else have I got? Date Live is somehow back for a fourth season. Don't know how that ever, ever. Virgin Road is there for an isekai that is nothing to do with virgins or roads, so I don't know why it's called that. 
Love Live, back again, never dies. Blackrock Shooter uh, continues the trend of ye olde anime from like a decade ago making a weird comeback. So, I mean, hey, I liked Blackrock Shooter, but I know a lot of people didn't. So, here's hoping this one. I ever watched the actual anime. I watched the OG. Did the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, when it's about Blackrock Shooter, it's cool. When it's about the girl who isn't Blackrock Shooter, yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's back. Uh, Madoka's spin off is still going somehow. Magia Record, that never, that never dies. But, uh, speaking of anime coming back from years ago, I forgot this was on the list actually. Here's one for Mike. Shinichi Tozen! I hate you. It's back, Mike. You can watch it. <laughs> I finally have the excuse to go back and relive my formative years of anime. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I'm just saying there's a new Ikki Tozen series, and as I made very apparent in the previous episode, you are the Ikki Tozen stan. I, 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 you know what? I'll give you the Ikki Tozen expert. The resident Ikki Tozen expert. <laughs> is, is that better? Probably not, but it's more accurate. And he said it now, so I'm running with it. Like, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you that. Stan, no. But expert <laughs> on it? I'm the closest thing we got. Well, that, you've got to watch this new series then, so you, otherwise you'll lose that title. Yeah, I've got to keep up my accreditation. Exactly. Oh, dear. What else? Uh, more card game animes. Yu-Gi-Oh's back for its eighth season in Go Rush. Christ, that's still going. So is Jewel Master's still going somehow. Uh, Shadowverse as well. Oh, another one of Mike's old flames. Uh, Strike the Blood, season five. Why is there five of them? <laughs> People who don't know, I made Mike watch that for an anime review blog back in the day and um, broke him. And it's still going a decade later. How? It was really bad. People really like Strike the Blood, Mike. They should stop. I agree. And uh, Tiger and Buddy's back as well, somehow. Fermi Romo's back as well, somehow. Yeah, lots of lots of cool anime this season to check out on your Crunchyroll slash Netflix subscriptions. But uh, you know what else you can check out that you don't need to subscribe to, but you really should? Mike's Twitch streams. Where are you at, buddy? Oh, I'm nailing the segues like always. I am at twitch.tv slash berserker, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And you can also find me at Twitter and YouTube and Facebook if you still use Facebook. At the same names as all of the various URLs slash B-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. That's me. I do video games and things, and I'm sure you know that by now. I wasn't aware, but um, this is fascinating news, and I will, I will bear this in mind. It's new information, I'm sure. It is. I mean, I've, been, I've had an itching these days to watch someone who speedruns games, and is like one of the best in their class. But um... Technically, yes. <laughs> oh, man, that's you! Brilliant! Oh, man. So, yeah, if you want to watch a a podium-winning speedrunner. <laughs> Tune in to twitch.tv slash Pazekra. I'm not wrong. You're, you're He's not. not wrong. <laughs> Multiple podium positions. Are, are you on a podium, Phil? No. There you go. <laughs> All I'm saying is it's not hard to be on the podium when you're the only one there. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you learn nothing from this manga about being wholesome and uplifting, Mahel? Look, Mike's doing great, but <laughs> literally three people in that fucking category. Four. Four, sorry. Yeah. The it, last one is 
a joke. A contest it is not. <laughs> and you gotta want to know what the fuck I'm, we're talking about. Watch the streams. I was gonna say, I think you've done amazingly, Mike, and I give you full thumbs up, and I look forward to your gold medal in the future. Oh, thank you. You know what? If Mike takes first place, the fucking kudos to him. But you won't recognise it, Phil, is what I've learned. You'll be like, it's a fake gold. I'll recognise it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's a difference between holding the world record in only cans <laughs> and holding the world record in, say, Ocarina of Time or Super Mario 64. Are you saying that my choices are less valid? I'm not saying your choices are less valid. I'm saying your accomplishments are less impressive. Wow, okay, we've got to cancel Phil now. Yeah, if you want to cancel Phil, he's at Fanatskian on Twitter, so uh, yeah. just figure out how to spell that, and you'll be golden. Go back in the previous episodes, he says it quite a lot in the early days. It's in the show notes for every episode. But um, <laughs> you could follow me, at SlazerKing, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G. I don't know what my Twitter's about these days. I tweet some things, I retweet some trash manga stuff. There you go. That's my Twitter. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> other projects soon, maybe? Question mark. You can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast to be notified the moment a new episode goes live. And in the, in the case of uh, the last fortnight, when a bonus episode went live, like this SEO anime one. Of course, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. You know all those places by now to be notified the moment. And heck, to have your device automatically download on your episodes if you don't already. It'll, it'll notify you. It specifically told Mike for the first time in forever <laughs> that there was an SAO episode dropping. Dude, yeah. Because it knows. <laughs> the first Spotify notification I got was episode 50. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like episode 50, add it, sword art. Ah, better roll out the red carpet for such an illustrious series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, I do urge you to. Like, don't be put off by the anime one being like five years. Honestly, I think they're some of the best ones we've made. Yeah. Yeah, they're great episodes. If you've ever wanted to hear Phil actually have a breakdown. <laughs> Boy, so we have a podcast for you. Yeah. So, yeah, make sure to uh, subscribe, tell your friends and all of that. But that leads us on to, as I said at the start, this is Phil's Revenge Arc. He's in charge for the next few choices until we hit the second anniversary at the end of May. So, Phil, now that you're not limited by the world of anime adaptations, what have you got for us next time on Trash Manga Friends? Next time, we're reading... Colorless, a sci-fi series. Isn't every manga colorless? No. Isn't a lot of manga colorless? Yes. Not this one. Wait, this one's got color? It has some color. I swear, if this thing ironically has color, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> it, it, it does. It's, it's not full color. Oh, I'm getting upset already. Given the premise, Mike, Puller plays a prominent role. I'm furious. Oh, well, that sounds, sounds more in-depth than anything we've done in a long past <laughs> time. So uh, look forward to that in our next episode of Trash Maggot Friends in a Fortnight. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you then. Take care, everybody.